Hey everyone, it's Christian, your host of the Never Landed Podcast. We would like to personally deliver a short message before continuing on with our originally planned episode. On the evening of December 30th, just two short days after we recorded the show you're about to listen to, a 56-year-old woman boarded the Magic Kingdom ferry boat and made an attempt to end her life by jumping over the railing and into the Seven Seas Lagoon. Rescue teams were criticized for how long it took them to reach her, but were ultimately successful in bringing her to safety, even though she stated that she did not want salvation. Ferries were unavailable for the rest of the evening while an investigation was conducted. At the time of recording, she is currently under the care of medical professionals to be physically and mentally evaluated. We at Never Landed Networking are extending countless thoughts and prayers to this unnamed woman her family she was with on the ferry, and all the Disney guests who had to witness this horrific tragedy firsthand, and we encourage our loyal listeners to do the same. If you or someone you love is struggling with depression, suicidal thoughts, or any other mental illnesses that could cause harm, please reach out to the National Suicide Hotline at 1-800-273-8255. People who care and are willing to help and listen are waiting on the other end 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Again, the number is 1-800-273-8255. Thank you for your extra time, and now, please enjoy this episode of the Never Landed Podcast. Welcome back to the Never Landed Podcast. It's been a little while, hasn't it? Yes, it has been. Our first episode released in September. It is now towards the end of December. Mm-hmm. Almost 2020. We're recording ahead of time. This episode will come out in 2020, as will a bunch of others, because we are getting back into this full force. Yes, we are. We're going to record and record and record until we can't record no more. And then we're going to be ahead of the game we kind of started this podcast before we really knew 100 percent what we were doing and how to do it and before we really felt dedicated to it um we kind of hit the ground running and rushed it even though our first episode was good um we didn't really have the drive for making more but now we do and we're coming back 2020 is going to be the year it's, I mean, it's, it's 20 and it's a 20. It's, it's an equal year. We can see year. clearly now. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, we stopped doing the podcast for a little while. Um, life got in the way. So this, since it's at the moment, just a hobby kind of had to be pushed to the side. College got bad. Work got out of control. Yeah, I think like on a like side note because this is nothing to do with disney like i feel like you know people say you have to like grow in like a short amount of time and, and you grow over time like you grow you grow like over the years like it's not just like you graduate high school and then like everything's diddly daddly it's, it's, it's literally just like <laughs> you know 
Things yeah. happen. Things happen. I mean, I graduated high school and I didn't start college for a year after that. I graduated in 2014. Yeah. I didn't start college till 2015 because life got in the way. Mm-hmm. Things happen. But with the new year coming up, we're going to be better than ever. Abby has a new job. Mm-hmm. She'll be working at the same hospital as me, mm-hmm. which is excellent. Very excellent. Very excellent. We might be able to move out together, but that's another conversation. I mean, we practically live together already. We kind of do. Yeah, we, we we're practically yeah. just our do. laundry gets intermingled together. We, and uh, we we fight over groceries and. Yep. <laughs> we we're I mean we're practically a married couple already. We just do same thing. We have a kid and it's a cat, mm-hmm. and he's really annoying. Yep. And he's sitting right next to me, and he's not having any of this. He's just yep. lounging. Tucker made an appearance in the first episode. He'll make it make plenty of appearances what did he do in the first episode he was being annoying remember oh yeah <clears throat> excuse me remember he he was just making a lot of noise in the background and we brought him up and mentioned how he was probably going to be doing that yeah. all the time well he he also just ate like a whole piece of ham i think he's just yeah he's tuckered out the, uh, <laughs> that was also my fault i ate leftover ham from Christmas dinner and I left it out and he got a hold of it and ate a whole slice a whole slice so now I think he's kind of tired um anyway 2020 is going to be a big year for this podcast we are completely dedicated to weekly episodes we I recently got back my really fancy camera um we're going to be taking pictures and recording videos we're launching a a website that I'm still in the middle of working on it's it's going to be good that's going to be good, not just for this podcast, but for, for everyone in general. Yeah, because at first I didn't want to start recording this episode because I just worked out and I was like, I'm tired. Yeah. I did I, yoga and a full, like not a full body workout. I did it. I did, did a full body stretch. I did a full body stretch with yoga and then I did, um, I did an ab workout. Um, and yeah, I use like, I'm going to start doing this like every day or like every other day i use the same 90s 80s or 90s workout video and oh it's a God. it's a it, you saw me doing it earlier it was an eight I minute know. they're so horrible it's a eight minute um it's an eight minute ab workout and it's so funny but it's actually really effective and i like it and i used to do it all the time so well as long as it's effective it's very it's very effective. You just have I, to do it the right way so you don't hurt your neck. Yeah, I've again. been yeah I've been hurting my neck and I think that's a big fear I have is hurting my neck again. So, um, I I I tried working on it before I did the workout, but it's it's the I think it's the side to side motion yeah. that hurts my neck. But you yeah. get the hang of it. Also, at your new job, there's a gym you can pay for monthly for uh, so. cardio and stuff. Yeah, excuse that'll be, me. That'll be good for cardio. I would definitely recommend it. Um, anyway, we're back officially. There will be weekly episodes and we will be talking about Disney. There is a lot to talk about. Oh, I mean, Disney, there's so much happening. There's Disney plus things at Epcot are being destroyed. Things at other parks are being built and redone. It's just, there is so much we can talk about. We got on rise of the resistance that monstrosity could be a whole episode in and of itself that was incredible yes incredible rise of the resistance is a force to be reckoned with it, it, <laughs> 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 um it, i mean it really is though because like 
we were talking about, we saw someone posted on Facebook that they rode Rise of the Resistance, then they went to Animal Kingdom, and they rode Flight of Passage, and there was like... And they said it was just... It was underwhelming Completely unimpressive. Yeah. Still love Flight of Passage, though. No, it's it's really cool. Flight of I Passage like still, it. still needs the love it deserves. Yes, because it does deserve a lot of love. It's a really cool ride. I like it. Yeah. It smells good. If, if the wind feels good, it's amazing. Yeah. It's a little break from how hot it is at Animal Kingdom every day, but... Yeah. But it's been three months, three and a half months, and in our first episode, we swore that we were going to talk about Disneyland versus Disney World, and that's exactly what we're going to do here today. Yeah, and I have... Mind you, I, the, I, I've been away from Disneyland for how many months? You went about six months ago. About six months ago. I still remember quite a lot, um, and and that's a that's a good yeah. thing for me because I don't remember a lot. I've also pulled up some um, some fun facts: Disneyland versus Disney World. Do you want to do some Disneyland trivia? Um, Disneyland trivia? Yeah, like like or like Disney World, like we can like do... answer questions. Yeah, like because you you know a lot more than me, so you could quiz me and see if I know anything. We could do that later. Want, we can do that later. Yeah, yeah it depends would... how long the episode is because yeah. we are already at seven minutes. Well, you let me know when you want to start because I, I I wrote down some things, but I still I I think starting is gonna kick off we've got all the time in the world yeah so as long as we keep people interested hopefully they stick around um (laughs) so i didn't really do like a pros and cons thing i kind of did just mostly a comparison um well yeah first of all biggest difference disneyland is in california disney world (laughs) is in florida well yeah of course yeah disneyland was built in 1955 Mm -hmm. disney world in 1971 walt disney never got to see Walt Disney World completed, unfortunately. But the show must he's go here on. in spirit. Yeah, he's here in spirit. When you were at Disneyland, did you look at the firehouse to see if the light was on in the apartment above uh, it? Yeah, the light the light is always on for Walt. Yeah. Um I just wasn't sure if you were there on like the the one day that maybe the light was like burnt out. No mm-hmm. one had changed the light bulb. Uh no, um I we didn't stay I mean, we were there till the fireworks went off. And when you're walking back from the fireworks and all that, I don't know why. For some reason, people at Disneyland are extremely obsessed with the fireworks. And, like, it looks like Coachella, the people, when, when they all gather. And and it's so funny because everyone's watching the fireworks and the rest of the park is dry, empty. There's no one there. I kid you not. Meanwhile, you're at Magic Kingdom and Main Street is full of people watching Happily Ever After. But Space Mountain will still have a 45-minute wait. Exactly. Like, um, I, I we wanted to do everything at Disneyland because we knew it was going to be a while until we came back. So we rode every ride except for a few. I don't know which few those were, but um, we made sure to get in uh, Walt's favorite ride, which was the storybook um, little boat ride where um, you go on a little boat ride and there's a narrator, is a cast member, and they go through um these sets like these tiny little figurine sets and it's different disney movies and disney you know stories and um this was also when i went to disneyland was when the annual pass holders were blocked out because of galaxy's edge yeah disneyland blocked out their annual pass holders Mm mm-hmm 
for for I, I I think for an opening of something new. Can you imagine how mad they probably were that they're paying monthly for annual passes, and Disney still took their money for that month and I, they couldn't go? I heard some people were quite mad. I would be too. I pay forty five dollars a month. If you're not gonna let me go, don't take my money. Yeah, and that's mostly the reason why Disneyland was dry is because only people that probably bought like a one-day pass or something were there. And that was, you know, that was me and my family. We bought a two-day pass. What happened? No, I'm okay. I am i don't want my swallowing noise to come oh, through in the mic. So okay. I'm okay. <laughs> He's drinking out of a Star Wars cup. <laughs> yeah, Star Wars. We, I mean, we didn't see Star Wars. We saw we yeah, saw the cats. monstrosity that is cats. We watched yeah. cats. Yeah, gross. Um, I um, have too. Even though this podcast has twenty three listeners only, <laughs> I have too much respect to discuss cats. So that will never happen. Yeah. Um. All I will say is Sir Ian McKellen has never been so disrespected in his sixty years of acting. But anyway, Disneyland. What uh, were you saying? Well, uh, we didn't. Um. We didn't go to Disneyland first. We went to California Adventure first. And now, first. Yes. The first big difference when you get there, you have to park in a parking garage. Yeah. So there's uh, four parking garages. At the time I went, there was three, and they were just opening like a Toy Story themed parking garage. Um, so they were working out the kinks, and of course, like the day after we leave Disneyland, they open the parking garage. Of course. Um, but we used the oldest parking garage, and that had like, you know, really old, like mini, like the, what are they, the main six or something? Uh, Fab Five. Yeah. They, it was really old designs of them. It looked like it was from the 90s or something. They really hadn't updated like the signs, because at Disney World, when you park, there's like a, Peter Pan section, Ursula section, you know, stuff like that. It Magic just, Kingdom is so big, it's separated into heroes and villains. Yeah, um, it was just the Fab Five. And now, don't get me wrong, like, I'm not a Disneyland expert. I'm just saying based off of what I saw. Right, like you've been there. Yeah. I haven't been there, which is why you get to talk about Disneyland. I've been there three times in my life. One of them, I think I was in the womb for I'm not sure. Maybe it was like a fresh baby or something. I don't know. Um, but anyway, we the first day we went to California Adventure, which a lot of people complained that it's a waste of space and they don't like it. It's better now than it was before <laughs> oh Bob my, Iger fixed it. Oh, my gosh. I really liked um, California Adventure. And the reason I um, liked it so much is there was so much to do. No, it's basically Disneyland's Hollywood Studios, right? Um, yeah, and then you know what? It's funny. I took a Snapchat. They have one sign there that says Hollywood Studios, and it goes in the part of the park where it's uh, Marvel and um, I don't remember the other part, but it's Marvel and something else. And um, it was so funny, and I was taking a Snapchat. I was like, am I in Florida? Um, <laughs> it's And the the front gate is exactly the same as hollywood studios front gate and in the imagineering story the one we just the one about california adventure they're talking about they designed this this specially designed this this like exquisite and i'm like bro it's hollywood studios yeah it's hollywood you didn't design it exclusive anything you all you copied and pasted (laughs) i mean pretty much um i really liked it because it was so spacious and there was so much to do and it was like 
it, it was so cool to you know walk around everywhere and see everything because it, it, it's kind of like you know hollywood studios except bigger i mean mm-hmm. to me it feels bigger i don't know if it's actually bigger but it really felt bigger because there's the hollywood looking part and then there's one um part of the park where it's themed specifically off of like nature in california and then when you're it, it's is like that a, where soren soren is because it used where, to be soren over california that's where soren is uh we i think we went on um soren over california i know it's soren around the world but i went when it was the anniversary or something of soren over california they brought back the original so they brought ride. back the original for like a week or something and i got to ride soren over california again and it was really cool that's nice you um, got to smell the orange groves one last time yes now our soren at disney world is themed kind of like an airport sorta i get mm-hmm. that vibe i get an airport vibe yeah at Disneyland, their Soren is themed after the history of flight. Mm-hmm. So you see, it's basically like walking through a museum. Like a flight museum. Yeah, like a flight museum. And it's really cool because it's like this tunnel and it goes down. You're you're walking down. It's really cool. Yeah, the one here is very, very wide and spacious and very like metallic i guess i you could say yeah and there's a lot it, of like subtle lighting like it like an airport it's concourse yeah. concourse a b and c similar mm-hmm. to how airports have gates and terminals yeah and um i really liked the california based section of the park because um it was calm it felt peaceful and that's weird saying for a theme park it literally felt peaceful but that's probably because there was no annual pass holders there it wasn't crowded and chaotic yeah um and i've also heard that it doesn't get crowded there it rarely gets crowded um the only time i felt claustrophobic was for world of color because i guess disneyland the shows there are like so loved because at first you're like there's no one in this park and then of course a firework show comes on or world of color and everyone's like we gotta move we gotta move <laughs> gotta go see it yeah and <laughs> it was it was fun though um i really liked pixar pier yeah i remember you telling me that was your favorite it was so cute um i liked how the uh what is it um toy story mania ride mm-hmm. i call it toy story mania i think it's called it, its official name is something else but i just call it toy its story official mania. name in both parks is toy story midway mania yeah people kind of leave out the chairs yeah. making a lot of noise people usually live out the leave out the midway part mm-hmm. so it's just kind of a kind of a mouthful um no but i liked how it was kind of like outside you boarded the vehicle like outside that was pretty cool really mm-hmm. like small world yeah is yeah oh my gosh i'll get to that later but anyway <laughs> pixar pier was so cute it was so cute and um i really liked the Incredicoaster. like i'm not a big roller coaster fanatic i get kind of scared but i was so excited to ride it that i forgot i was scared and then you wrote it a second time and then i wrote it twice you don't normally do i don't normally (laughs) do that but i really like outside roller coasters like rock and roller coaster like rock and roller coaster and um and the incredicoaster are pretty similar in some aspects but i liked that it was outside and it was kind of chilly outside and I, i think it makes everything a little better when it's um you know outside and you feel spacious because like don't get me wrong i like rock and roller coaster now after my like eighth time of riding it um but i feel kind of like 
weird about it. It's dark and there's only some lights. And I'm like, I want to ride this with the lights on. I want to see what is going on Mm because I can only see part of the track. But in Credit Coaster, I was like... Well, it's supposed to be nighttime in in LA on the way to an Aerosmith concert. And I get that. Don't get me wrong. I get that. But it's like the Credit Coaster was like... I'm not even... Incredible. (laughs) <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean i wasn't like i wasn't nervous I, I i my nerves totally went away because i was so excited and like when it first launched which i think don't get me wrong i'm not an expert but i think it only goes 55 miles per hour it doesn't go the full 60 i'm not sure but it launches you and then you go straight up and i didn't like the launch too straight up but it was it, it, i mean that's what rock and roller coaster does essentially Ooh, upside down right after that launch well, at the Incredit Coaster, you go straight up and then you go like down like a curved hill. So it's not a straight hill. It's like it's like one of those like you go up, it goes down, but then it hits a curve at one like point. Like a banked, mm-hmm. that's what yeah, it's yeah, yeah, a banked yeah, yeah. curve. Yeah. But after that, I was like, oh my God, this is really cool. And when we went to go do the loop around the Pixar Pier sign, mm-hmm. I was like pumped. I was like, yeah, I'm ready to do this. And, <laughs> it, and the thing I do on loops is I look. I do the thing you're really not supposed to do and I look like down like you're supposed to kind of like face forward and I put my head all the way you're back. You're put yourself in a coma. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun. It's actually fun to do that but the whole Pixar Pier section and then there's like by the Little Mermaid ride that's very fair based it seems to look because there's games on Pixar Pier that are very fair based. Well before and... it was Pixar Pier I don't remember if it had a name. But that's it that's had, what that whole section do of something the park with, was. Yeah, something with the sun or something. I don't know. I don't know. It wasn't Storybook Circus. That's at Magic Kingdom. That's at Magic Kingdom. I don't um, know, but it which, was meant to way, be like that. The shop, the big tent, or whatever, caught on fire. It did. There was a there was an electrical fire in the Storybook Circus tent at Magic Kingdom. And there was also an electrical. Fu- I don't know if it was electrical or electrical fire, but. Um, in the and flight the, of passage in the land pavilion was at kitchen Epcot, fire. there was a kitchen fire and people had to be evacuated from Soren at the side of the building. Every everything at Disney is catching on fire. <laughs> Just because people say Disney is fire doesn't mean it should be catching on fire. Yeah, um, yeah, because something happened in the in the the link chamber at flight of passage. Really, too. I didn't hear about that. There was a fire behind one of the metal walls. Oh my gosh. And yeah, people were evacuated. That's crazy. Everything's um, catching on fire. Yeah. I mean, I like Disney and there's no way of changing my mind about it. I think, you know, there have been mess ups, but no matter what, I'm always going to love it and I'm always going to cherish it. And I think California Adventure was seen as a as a flop. And my mom even said when it first opened nobody was there people hated it yeah nobody would come to california adventure they said the the front because the front entrance of california adventure when it first opened is stereotypical under michael eisner yeah it was designed to look like a postcard yeah and it was really cheesy and people said it was just corny it Mm -hmm. was cheesy it was it was too like childlike it wasn't it was too surreal like it almost it didn't feel like like a magical thing it was just it was too much yeah it was too much but then you when i went i was expecting to not like it and i actually loved it well good um probably because they made it look like hollywood studios it, 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 <laughs> yeah now is the soren any different other than the the queue looking like the being modeled after the history of flight 
Um, I wouldn't have known because I just rode Soren over California. I bet if I rode Soren out around the world, I don't, I don't, the, you know, the whole thing is the same. The ride vehicle. Patrick the, Warburton. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> I even recorded like a 10 minute video of just the intro for you. And I never put that all together. But the reason I didn't put it all together is because my grandma was constantly talking in the background. My sister, my mom, I, I couldn't get a steady video. They were there to enjoy Disneyland and they were talking the whole time. <laughs> um, was it also because I can recite the entire intro? Yes, I, I mostly <laughs> did it because you can recite the entire intro. And I love when a uh, Christian recites things in Disney because I think it's so cool that he can actually remember that. There are so many things that. I know all the words to. And, you know, he knows words to, like, like scripts, Sorin. to, like, Sorin. movies. and The Soren intro, uh, Tower of Terror, a little video in the library, the <laughs> intro to Phantasmic, which I just did for you in the car last night. <laughs> I, I mean, I think it's so cool that he can remember all that, because The Little Mermaid's my favorite movie, and I can only remember probably, like, two lines. Oh, and, yeah, we were watching a Christmas story at my parents' house. And he knew all the lines. We were visiting, yep. And it, it, I mean, I wasn't reciting the whole movie, but like, I could just hear a part, know what was going on, and just immediately spit out the next line. Yeah, because when I first met you... I also watched that movie religiously as a child. <laughs> I've probably seen that movie more times than I've been to church. Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> When I first met you, and you played like Candy Store from like Heathers, and you knew all the words, <laughs> like, I think that was like one of the first songs you played for me, I was like, oh my gosh. That song is awesome. I've never met anybody so... So was the Heathers musical. S- so into music and so into see now i'm rambling about you because <laughs> like i yeah well well see i love music so much and if i'm singing a song you might as well try to do impressions of the voices you might as well sing the instruments yeah i mean yeah. when you listen to bohemian rhapsody by queen if you're not suddenly an 18 man band you're not doing it right <laughs> i mean <laughs> It, it, it just amazed me when I first got in the car and some people would be turned off by that but I was totally like I was like that was the first thing I was like like I was not judgmental at all I loved every minute of it and I loved when he when he sings to me in the car it's really cool um and but of course in their stereotypical haunted mansion everybody knows the haunted mansion and Welcome, it's like foolish yeah mortals. <laughs> I swear everyone knows that and everyone screams at the end of the stretching yeah. room and I just want to, I want every single one of them to be the 1,000th haunt in the haunted mansion. <laughs> I, <laughs> but, oh, and like, you mentioned Tower of Terror, right? Yeah. Let's talk about. Um, oh, Abby has some hot takes on Disneyland's the, Tower of Terror. This light is like right in my face. And when I look at you, all I see is that light. Oh, anyway, okay. um, so Tower of Terror at our our Hollywood studios is um top tier is very bouncy and that's what I like about it I still get kind of like scared and I have to like hold on to Christian but it's not that bad yeah um it's it's pretty fun now (laughs) Guardians of the Galaxy um because they redid it over Tower of Terror um Mm. listen it's just coming Mm. from me coming from someone who's like really not into thrill rides I thought I was going to die. <laughs> I, so. The way you were texting me after you got off that ride. <laughs> I, my little sister dragged me on it. She was so excited to ride it and I didn't want her to ride it alone. So I was like, I, I, I have to do it now or I won't be able, 
I, I won't be able to go home and say I did it, you know? So I had to do it. And so we're walking through the line and um, we get up to the point where you're about to board the vehicle. The couple in front of me knew all the words. Oh, they love that ride. They said that that was the sixth time that day that they rode the ride and the park like opened like two hours ago and i was like oh my gosh and they could tell i was nervous so um we sat next to them and (laughs) they were talking me through the ride because i was like screaming and they were not in a good way yeah they were trying to like point out things for me that would distract me from the fact that I felt like I was falling (laughs) it wasn't like a bouncy feeling I literally felt like I was falling and my sister of course next to me is is flailing her arms around having the time of her life just loving the ride so much and I'm literally gripping onto it screaming over everybody and um they were like, oh, just pay attention to Rocket. Like, they're screaming that in my ear the just whole time. Just look at Rocket. They're like, he's so cute. He's such a cute little raccoon or whatever. And I'm like, I'm like, I can't, I can't, you know? And I kept asking them, is this the last one? They're like, one more. Oh, my gosh. And <laughs> oh, my goodness. And then we were done. And I was like, probably it's a good thing we're not coming back tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> um. And it scared you so much that you didn't want to ride Tower of Terror with me at Hollywood Studios. Nope, I didn't. And when we first wrote it, I was expecting that to be the same thing. And then I had the time of my life and we wrote it like five minutes later again. Yeah. I said again. If our Tower of Terror moves away from the Twilight Zone, I will boycott. Yeah, because... I will riot. I was talking to these two cast members in the uh, Pixar Pier gift shop. It was like the one by Incredicoaster. It was like a big tent kind of thing. And they were saying how they wish they got a different ride um, for Guardians of the Galaxy. And I'm like, yeah, I hope they don't turn our Tower of Terror into Guardians of the Galaxy. And then right after that conversation, I was like, oh, I'm a clown because they're making a whole separate ride for Guardians of the Galaxy Yeah, they're at building Epcot. a roller coaster at Epcot. <laughs> we, so we don't have to worry about... Uh, um, we don't have to worry about them changing tower of terror no we don't have to no i i if anything they're probably gonna just make it better they're probably gonna add some fun stuff or and something. the ride mechanics are different too the ride is incredible we watched like this video like i think like three times of this guy explaining technically how the ride works and he knew everything about it's how it's absolutely worked. incredible it is it it's so mind-blowing to me and that's where rise of the resistance falls is that there's so many dimensions to it it's crazy we're about to go into a dimension (laughs) 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 dimension of sight (laughs) dimension of mind when i first wrote it when i I, I didn't i didn't ride tower of terror till i was 14 and i wrote it by myself because nobody else wanted to ride it with me and like I was blown away. I thought it was just a drop ride. No. No. I I thought the first up after the people in the elevator in front of you dissolved. Mm-hmm. I thought that was going to go down. No. It went there's, up again. There's two lift systems. There's the elevator moves forward and yeah. is guided tracklessly on. I don't even know if that's a word along the yeah. corridor. And then you go into a different elevator shaft and then. You and either also, drop or lift. <laughs> it also increases capacity. They can put more people through the ride like that. Because at Disneyland, yeah, you just have the two elevator shafts. Mm-hmm. 
and you the the car that you're sitting in gets pushed backwards into the elevator shaft and mm -hmm. then with with just the one ele the those people riding are the only people riding. Yeah, that's why the line. I mean, the line. With Tower of Terror here at Hollywood Studios, you can have one elevator unloading, one mm -hmm. elevator loading, one elevator in the first lift, and one elevator. You can have four elevators running on one side at yeah. the same time, which is a total of eight elevators at the same time. Another favorite thing of mine that you do is when we're on tower of terror and we start moving forward you're like elevators aren't supposed to do that and the people that around us I that have, say it every yeah, time and the people around us that probably never ridden it before look at him like what <laughs> what are you talking about yeah, well the whole the thing it's supposed to scare you because your elevator just starts moving forward yeah and i always say that and nobody ever laughs <laughs> i laugh i do a little <laughs> i know because i think it's funny i think it's funny too because you know it's like when I first wrote it, I didn't think it was going to go forward or anything. And then when I came off and I told my mom, she's like, oh, you didn't know it did that? And I'm like, no, I didn't know. It. And <laughs> no, I didn't know it did that. I, I, I was literally thinking, like, when am I going to drop? And that's what The whole idea me. is that you're, like, floating out of the real world and yeah. in, into the fifth dimension. And what is even scarier is you don't know if it's going to go down or up. Yeah, because the... Tower of Terror in Hollywood Studios, the they, it's been yeah. reprogrammed to the drop sequences that you experience are randomly selected by a computer. Mm -hmm. So you don't know if you're going to go, if you're going to be lifted up first, if you're going to fall. Well, you don't actually fall. You're pulled. We'll yeah, get to that I in a second. I get what you mean. Yeah. You don't know if you're going to go up first. You don't know if you're going to go down first. You don't know how many drops there are going to be. Mm -hmm. There's going to be how high they're going to be. But there's always the one big drop the one 13 story drop and that's when they take your picture um yeah the first three times we wrote it together i was kind of letting my limbs flail and then the last you looked time, like you were having a seizure yeah and then the last time we wrote it he like he always offers me his hand or his arm and i usually just like nah i'm a big girl i can do it no nope. and then this one time <laughs> you offered me your arm and i thought i was gonna rip it out of your body and i was, and we came off the ride and i was like did you feel me gripping and he, and christian was like uh yeah i did <laughs> yeah i thought i was gonna need to replace my rotator cuff in my shoulder <laughs> Jeez. because i never used to i never held on to anything the first three times and then you offer me your arm and i'm like yeah. i'll do it this time never doing that again yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so funny um when i first wrote it when i was 14 too i didn't like the fact that it was just a seat belt I yeah. thought there was going to be like a bar That's one of something. the best parts is you lift out of your seat. Yeah. That's why I don't hold on to anything because I, I feel like I'm in a trampoline. And then he offered me his arm and I'm like, hmm. For the longest time, my whole family said, oh, we don't do Tower of Terror. If really? someone ever asked us about it, it was like, no, we don't. The family, we don't do Tower of Terror. And then I finally decided to write it. And I'm like, I've been deprived my whole life. This ride is amazing. It's, it's really fun. It kind of scares me, but it's a good fear. It's not like a, I don't want to ride it fear. It's like a... It's a great ride. It's like a, what, what do they call it? It's like a, what are those fears that like, they're not really fears. It's just like, it draws you in so much. 
what's I don't know what it's called, but it's something where it's like it's an adrenaline rush. Yeah, that's but for yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I meant. It, it, oh, that's what you were looking. For. I get a high from the adrenaline rush it gives me, and that's why I like it so much. Um, I I I've learned to love rock and roller coaster after the eighth time. Um, I I started um, accepting the launch because that's the only reason that I was scared to ride yeah, it. Yeah, she used to have a hard time with the launch. There, I think if you look at our picture, our ride photos starting at, you know, the the longest, like the furthest away, and then coming closer and closer to present. Her yeah. eyes are progressively more and more open in each picture. Yeah, and you're progressively less and less scared. Oh yeah, it's and funny. like, but you, you can know, see your growth as an as an adrenaline junkie in our ride photos. You know what's funny though? Every time we ride it, I psych myself out before we get on the ride, and then after the ride, I'm giggling and I'm mm -hmm. having the time of my life. Yeah, and then you want to go again, and then I want to go again, and, and then we, it's like, no, it's a sixty minute line. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we tried to wait in line last time, but there was no point. We had a fast pass in like twenty minutes. We were like. This is ridiculous. I yeah. think we rode Tower of Terror, and then we came back, right? Am I wrong? Um, I don't remember. I, I think we did something. Because we got to Hollywood Studios. We got our boarding group for Rise of the Resistance. And yes. And I don't remember. I don't know, but we rode... I was we... going to write an entire blog post about that whole day, and I, just, I don't even remember the sequence of events. We rode Slinky Dog. I think we were so tired. We did we... take the Skyliner to Epcot. We woke up... Day at 3 a.m. and um i woke up at 3 a.m okay, christian woke you up. woke up at 4 30. yeah and i don't think i napped in the car i think it did i nap in the car yeah surprisingly you stayed awake that's crazy the whole car ride because usually this one i'm barely out of my driveway before she's snoring in my passenger seat um and then i tell her there's breakfast and she's awake <laughs> for food and then we eat breakfast and then it's right back to sleep until I play the welcome song. Oh, and he, I also wake up because he taps me and he's like, you got to show him your ID and put your magic band out. Yeah, every like, time we I'm go. Like, we're here already? <laughs> every time we go, she's the one that, that gets us the free parking. Mm-hmm. It's my job. That's my duty. Yeah, because it's, it's just, cause I wear my, my magic band on my right hand. Mm -hmm. So it's just it's easier for you to just stick it straight out the window instead of me like reaching over myself yeah. to yeah and i always forget to take my wallet out I'm every like, time yeah you're always up. fumbling for your id i'm like oh my gosh oh my gosh and then <laughs> <laughs> it's like i expect it every time and i don't even prepare for it so dumb but anyway i gotta get back to disneyland because i haven't yes. even got to disneyland yet we, we, we you and me are like like my adhd bounces off of you and we create this whole like tumbleweed of just yeah. craziness but anyway now the first difference i want to talk about probably one of the two most noticeable differences between disneyland and disney world is the size of the castle or just the whole park no. in general the size yeah difference is immense what we is were just it? talking about this a little bit before we started recording but according to this fun fact website that i have pulled up um, Walt Disney World in Florida is 27,000 acres, which comes out to about 40 square miles. Um, twice the size of San Francisco, same size as Manhattan. Oh my gosh. Which is gigantic. Now, out of those 27,000 acres, it was pledged when Disney World was constructed that one third of those would always remain conservation. It wouldn't be developed. Nothing would be built. It would just remain trees and swamps, and this natural the natural habitat would stay. 
-hmm. the same to conserve nature. Mm -hmm. So out of the 27,000, only 9,000 are saved for conservation and only 9,000 currently have been developed, which means Disney at its current state is only halfway to its capacity for developed land. And it is huge. Huge. So that's crazy. Now, Disneyland is only 510 acres. Wow. It's been expanded since it first opened. When it first opened, um, Walt and and I almost said Elias. That's his dad. Walt and Roy Disney only bought 160 acres. But it's expanded because that when they built California Adventure, California Adventure in the old Disneyland parking lot, mm-hmm. they had to build a new parking lot. And they've also opened hotels and stuff since then. But Disneyland is only 510 acres. Disney World is 27,000 and has 30 hotels, four theme parks, two water parks, um, golf resorts. They have Disney Springs and its own freeway system which is all the ramps and all the Mm -hmm. the roads that seem like interstates all those that's disney's own freeway system so you can get around um now disneyland has a whopping three hotels two theme parks and they left downtown disney they still have downtown disney ours changed to disneyland Mm -hmm. years ago Um, And then this website says some Disney fans like the large size at Disney World while others prefer the more manageable size of Disneyland. I think you meant Disney Springs because you said it was downtown Disney and then you said it turned into Disneyland. So I think you meant. Did I say that? (laughs) Oh, no. I was like, wait a minute. They changed it to Disney Springs, which a lot of people grieve about Disney Springs, but I love Disney Springs. I love Disney Springs, too. I think they did it justice. it's more and you know what i love about disney springs and the whole the thing behind it is it's more nighttime life when you go to the parks you know a lot of people leave early it's so nighttime and it's so pretty at night and it's so it is very nice um now disneyland you could have fooled me i thought it was the same size as our magic kingdom really yep well no no well this is just talking about the whole the resort as a whole Magic Kingdom is not 27,000 acres. <laughs> that was a dumb dumb. Anyway. They're about the same size. You know, Disneyland can fit inside of Magic Kingdom's parking lot and there would still be room left over. Now, I was I was going to ask you, was the change, was the size difference noticeable? Like, was, was it more difficult to get around Disneyland? No. And you want to know why? Because they both have that same, like, hub and spoke construction mm-hmm. where you're drawn to the center by the castle and then they have the bridges that go out to all the different lands both parks have that mm-hmm. and it's meant to help with flow and help people get around more easily you know what i loved about disneyland at the time what's that is there wasn't a line for peter pan the peter pan ride at magic kingdom i just thought in about florida that. is perpetually an hour over an hour mm-hmm. long and I don't understand why. You could go to Space Mountain and see that it's a 20-minute wait. Mm-hmm. And Peter Pan would still be at 75 minutes. Yep. And I don't understand why. I don't get... This I, is going to be a full-on full rant yeah. now because... Well, they added an extra queue in 2015. And you want to know how long it's they been? They made it interactive. I 
wrote that the last time i wrote it at disney world was in 2014. let me tell you they added that interactive queue in 2015. it is currently december 28th 2019. Mm -hmm. never seen it i saw it once and it was because we got like two feet into the line before we decided it was just too much because we we thought they just added that queue when in reality i looked online and i was like it's been like four years since they added yeah. that queue. Yeah, and I've never seen it. <laughs> nope. I only ever ride that ride when I have a fast pass, which is rare because I in addition to the long lines, fast passes are almost never available. And when it's open, when it's still open late at night and the crowds have died down, they don't make you go through the whole interactive queue. You just get right on. I've never seen it. One day we're going to have to suck it up and do what we do where we just sit in a line and either talk to each other or play something on the but phone. But I, I just don't understand. Like, what is the what is the draw to that ride versus all the others? It's a classic. It is a classic, but it's not like it's a technological... I think I know why people love it. Because... You're in a boat. Yeah. Hanging from the ceiling. It's cool. Mm -hmm. But... Why that instead of Mine Train, Space Mountain? It is widely loved, if that makes any sense. It is it is a classic, and it's like the Snow White ride. Everyone wanted to boycott when they turned it into that stupid princess. The princess movie. fairy tale hall. Yeah, but I I think it's because Peter Pan is just never gonna leave. It's it was it was Disneyland's like opening ride. It it. it it, Peter Pan is just, you know, if you come from a foreign country or you come out of state, it's like, mm -hmm. I have to ride this staple ride. I I have to ride it. I have I to get my get foot it. in the door. But we don't get it because we're there every day. Well, not every day. Every other weekend we're Basically. there. But we're blocked Except out for right, right now. now. Because we're blocked out. So that's probably why we're motivated to do the podcast. Um, January 3rd, January 3rd, January, January 3rd. 3rd. We have to go before I start. Before you start your job, mm -hmm. we'll go the weekend before. We'll celebrate. Amazing. That's this 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 coming weekend. Well, on the January second, we are seeing um, Aladdin. Um, we are seeing the Aladdin. the Broadway, yeah. not the actual Broadway production, but a company that does a similar production. The Aladdin stage production. Yes, yes. I bought two tickets to see Aladdin in Tampa for okay. a Christmas present for Abby. And we actually have some good seats. Yeah, so, I mean, I told my friend where we were sitting, and she said, "That's, I mean, you see everything." We're we're up top now. Most mm -hmm. people would be like, "Oh, well, that's that's the cheapo seats. You're sitting so far away." I, same thing with movie theaters. I like sitting far away because you can see the whole stage in your line of sight. You don't have to like crane your neck and look up and look side to side the whole time. That's like when you I you can see everything. Yeah, that's like when I saw the Little Mermaid. I could see the orchestra. I could see the stage. I could see the people around it. I could see the, you know, I could see the conductor just smiling every time, you know, every yeah, song they that's played. That's so cool. It, it, I could see everything and I loved it. And I was in like the same sort of section that we're going to be on January 2nd, which I'm so pumped for. When it gets up to that point, I'm going to cry because I love. Like, I'm not a fanatic about Broadway or stage musicals, but, like, Disney musicals are incredible. I've never seen a Disney musical I've, on stage. I have never even listened to the songs from the Aladdin um, stage musical. I'm keeping it a total surprise for myself, and I haven't watched anything. I've only seen pictures because everybody 
on like my Snapchat and my Instagram is going to see it and they all love it. I'm super excited. And everybody like every time it comes to the Straz Center in Tampa, everyone snatches a ticket. That's why it's so expensive because everyone's like, I need to see it, mm-hmm. you know? And it be, I, I guess it's a showstopper. I guess so because it's it's very popular. People anticipate it coming to the Straz Center just like they do, what is that, Fiddler on the Roof, I believe? Mm-hmm. Everyone and their mom comes to see that. Every, yeah, like that's every time a, it, well, that's yeah. a very well well-known and established and famous musical. And then, of course, the Nutcracker, when that comes, everybody... Yeah, my sister saw the Nutcracker, and um, she was scarred. Oh. Well, the rat part of it... I'm going to try to keep this as PG as possible. Um, The men's tights were very, very tight and form-fitting. Aren't they supposed to have a cup? You could see outlines... My sister said. I thought they were supposed to have a cup. I thought that was the whole purpose of a cup. I, I, well, that's all. A cup is also useful in baseball. We're not going to talk about that. Anyway. Um, yeah. The costumes were a little risque. But let's get back to Disneyland because I want to talk Anywho, about Fantasyland and Disneyland. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Peter Pan, Peter Pan's flight is great. I just don't understand why the line's always an hour long. Um, um, the second most major difference I wanted to talk about and hear you talk about is the castles at Disneyland in a Disney World. So, um, do you have a fact? I do. Okay. Sleeping Beauty's castle is only 77 feet tall. Mm-hmm. That Sleeping Beauty's castle is the one in Disneyland. And Cinderella's castle in Disney World is 189 feet tall. That is more than twice the height. And you know what I want to say about that? It is very, like, talked about within Disney goers about how the size difference is. Disneyland was, like you said, was a heck of a lot smaller mm-hmm. when they built it than it is now. Now, so, well, they also did that because Sleeping Beauty and Aurora is Dis- Walt Disney's favorite princess. They did you know that? They made it small because... No. I'm no, talking they, about they, the they, height. Um, well, I'm, I'm saying they built Sleeping Beauty's castle... In Disneyland because that was Walt's favorite princess and his favorite oh. princess movie. She's one of my favorite princesses next to Ariel. I love her. Yeah. We just watched it the other day and we were like, what the heck? <laughs> <laughs> we were watching it like, what the heck is this? Because I haven't seen it in so long and we got that 60th anniversary. I love it. Maleficent is one of my favorite villains. I Anywho. love that movie. But I hadn't seen it in so long. And we were looking at each other the whole time like, is this a fever dream? Like, <laughs> And what does she have? Like six lines in the movie? She only talks for like 20 minutes. Talking to the mic, please. She only talks for like 20 <laughs> minutes. Um, yeah, it's actually another fun fact that Sleeping Beauty is the Disney movie with... She is the princess with the least screen time. She's not on screen for that long because she... In the first half of the movie, she's she's a baby. Mm-hmm. she's getting cursed they're hiding her in the house and and all that and then uh we see her for about 15 minutes before she's put to sleep mm-hmm. by the spinning wheel so or by the um the spindle of the spinning wheel whatever anyway anyway that's not the point but also i like to think about how ariel talks for the first half of the movie and Jodie Benson doesn't have to voice act again until it gets to Vanessa because she's also the voice of Vanessa. Mm-hmm. Um, so 
I was just ta- I was talking screen time, not lines. No, no, no. I know, but I'm kind of trying to compare it to like, oh. oh, Jodie Benson. Like she's an amazing singer and all that, but like she didn't have to. She didn't do- have a lot of work to do. No, she was just chilling. Except when they were recording part of you, that whatever you know. Part of your world. Part of that world even though in the first so, one she says part of that world so the first one's called part of that world no the they're reprise, not it's not it's not they're both called part of your world but in the first one the line is part of that world clown clownery anyway <laughs> back to disneyland because we keep getting off track oh well, that's okay the no and it is okay because we're having an open discussion but anyway it's, the castle difference all in good fun is nostalgia nostalgia does that make sense explain when you walk into disneyland you look at the castle and you're like "Ooh!" but then you have to think to yourself this is a classic this mm-hmm. was the first of any disney park this is the first castle this is this is a landmark this is you know everything that disneyland was this is the center of the park they didn't you know i don't i don't know much about it but i don't think they thought to make it that big because like i said the park was so small when it opened and you know it it is such it's a very pretty castle um the i do like the pink and blue color scheme me too yeah it's a really and they they always update it they always you know clean it up it just recently got repainted yeah right before i went to disneyland they had this big box covering it right Mm -hmm. and i was like I will be damned if I go there and I get a picture with uh, Sleeping Beauty's castle and... And it's wrapped in boxes. Yeah. But no, the... Like, I think the day before I got there, they took all that down and... Oh, sorry. Boom. New castle. <laughs> boom. Boom. <laughs> boom. New castle. Um, it was that, that, that sound was for dramatic no, effects. I know. Right? I know. That, yeah, I know. it was on purpose, right? I know. I know. Stop. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um... Fantasyland was scary. Yeah, there, there's some pretty um, strong adult themes going on in those rides, I aren't there? No, right. So, first of all, I want to talk about Toontown. Toontown literally shut down when we got there. Like the second we got there, uh, the uh, Roger Rabbit spin or whatever that shut down, and then the Goofy roller coaster that shut down. Is it called the Barnstormer in Disneyland? I too? think. Yep, I think it is, and it all. It all closed. Like, you could still go in Toontown, but they had to put signs up that said the rides weren't cooperating or whatever. Well, that's so, dumb. Yeah. So, at the end of the day, and this was the day before that fight broke out in Toontown. So. Oh, my, <laughs> oh my what a What a ride that story is. Yeah. Um, so, those are the two rides I didn't ride. But at the end of the day, while the fireworks were going on and while Fantasmic was happening, we went to Fantasyland. We walked... Um, um, after, you know, the fireworks were done, we walked through the castle. We saw the artwork and the beautiful chandeliers inside. And then we walked into Fantasyland. It was much more than a Fantasyland. I want to call it Fever Dream Land because <laughs> we rode three of the classic rides. Pinocchio, Snow White's, whatever. And Snow White's Scary Adventure, I think it is. Yeah. And then, oh, it was scary, all right. And Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. And Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. When I say I have never used as many choice words as i did in that moment i mean it oh no um and i made my sister and my mom practically pee their pants with each ride sorry i'm sorry i was just it it was an accident you'll have to excuse all the background noise (laughs) abby can't sit still um (laughs) 
It was so okay. So first one we, ride at a time. Yeah. Talk about talk about Pinocchio. I wrote Snow White first. Let's go with Snow White. Oh, we're going in order. Okay. Yeah. All right. So Snow White. was it anything like what used to be in Magic Kingdom? I think I was more scared than I ever was to ride the the one in Magic Kingdom. Really? Because um, the one in Magic Kingdom basically just took you through the story of Snow White. You saw the evil queen. Bro, I was so scared. You saw the dwarves. You saw Snow White. And Snow White died. Went to sleep. There's like jump scares on that ride. Like the evil queen or whatever, she, as an old lady, she just pops out. And, the, and then the beginning scene after she turns into an old lady. Mm-hmm. That's in the beginning? Do you remember you... That's not till later in the movie. No. No, no, no. But in the ride, it's the beginning. Are you talking about how the mirror trick, how she's looking in the mirror? And you, you go see, through the and cottage she turns around and you and... see Snow White singing by the well. And then you go in the dark and you see that. And that's what makes it scary. That's a scary adventure. And it's uh-huh. mostly... I feel like it's mostly about the evil queen because we got to see the cottage and snow white singing in the well with the little birdies and then we go inside and it's you know you see that scene and then you turn a corner and she like pops out of nowhere and that's when i dropped a profanity that made my mom and my little sister laugh so hard throughout the whole ride you couldn't hear the music or anyone talking or anything it was so funny and of course no one was riding it so it made it even funnier um after that i was scarred for life and i didn't want to ride pinocchio but that was the next ride so we rode that Mm-hmm. Pinocchio was weird. My mom and dad got engaged on that ride. I remember you telling me that. My mom and dad got engaged on that ride. On Pinocchio. On Pinocchio at the end scene with the blue fairy turning into him into a real boy. That's when my dad proposed to my mom. But I didn't That's know a why. Weird. The I mean, for them it wasn't. For them, I'm not going to. Does that judge. movie hold like a special place between them or? It's because it was Disneyland and the ending scene to Pinocchio, that ride is actually very cute and very sweet. And, um, the, you know, the blue fairy's there and she appears and she turns Pinocchio into a real boy. Didn't you say there was like some like brothel scene in that ride? Okay. So the first part of the ride, that ride is pretty, you know, scary in the beginning. And there's uh-huh. actually a scene where they show like a sex club reference. And you can hear people like giggling and stuff in the sex club. Oh my. Yeah. Like and, a speakeasy type thing? Or, yeah. Or it was just like a strip club or... My mom pointed out that the word that they used on the um, place that was actually a sex club, um, she pointed out that that means sex club. And I don't know the word. What? You don't remember the word? No. Darn. But um, I was like, what? And, you know, it's going so fast that I'm looking back and I'm like, at Disneyland? <laughs> <laughs> So we get off that ride and my mom's like, okay, I'm done. I don't want to ride anymore. <laughs> so I rode Mr. Toad's wild ride or whatever it's called. Was it wild? It was like having a fever dream and then going through sleep, sleep paralysis. So at first you're like, oh, this is weird. Okay, oh, no. this is happening. I don't know. I've never seen this movie or whatever it is. And then you get to the end and it's like, he's like in court and then you go further and suddenly trial on this ride. yeah and then suddenly there's a judge and he's the devil oh and you're like in hell and then at the end there's this big freaking dragon that comes out of nowhere like breathing like smoke and i'm like oh my god what in the heck and that's when i use some choice words that yeah that kind of sounds like sleep paralysis all right Mm mm-hmm um, like a dream you can't wake up from. Yeah, and I was like, I don't want to be here anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then we rode Alice in Wonderland, which was 
I didn't even know they had a ride for that. They have an Alice in Wonderland ride. That was... How so was it? it? It was, um... I never liked the Alice in Wonderland movie because it spooked me out. And even the live action one scared me. Um, so going on that ride was like experiencing, um, that fear all over again. And I just didn't like it. Um, Fantasyland was really creepy for me. I liked the, their version of the Winnie the Pooh ride. Yeah. It was cute. I I don't remember the differences, but I know it was different from ours and it was cute. I like Winnie the Pooh. Did the honeypot like bounce with Tigger and float along in the water? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's cute. How was, um... Well, it used to be 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, but now it's themed after that was my favorite Finding ride. Nemo. That was my favorite ride yeah? all day. The Finding Nemo ride. That was the best one. Well, are you going to talk about it? Um, So it was like a, t- it felt like a 10 minute ride. I felt like I was on that ride forever, but I loved it because our Finding Nemo ride is a disappointment to me. And that was just so, that was like one of the few rides that replaced a classic ride and it actually like It actually worked. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it wasn't a flop. It gets dark and you stick your head through the port, porthole and all you hear is the the speakers that go in and it's like, sorry, you just want to go to sleep. It's such a cute little ride and, um... I really liked it. That was my favorite ride that day. And after we rode that ride, we went home. Really? That was the last ride of the day? Mm-hmm. How was... Um, are you done talking about Fantasyland? Yes. Because our Fantasyland in Florida... Has a new Fantasyland has, in it. Well, it's all Fantasyland. It's, I think we can stop calling it new Fantasyland now. <clears throat> Sorry. Because um, it was new five years ago. But um, hold on. I have to clear my throat again. Sorry, that's horrible. No, you're okay. We'll cut it in post. Um, <laughs> our Fantasyland in Florida has, if we're talking about rides that it still has, like the identical it's, rides it still has, all it has is Small, Small World, World and, and Winnie the Pooh. And Peter Pan. Oh, there's Peter Pan at Disneyland too? We just talked about that like not too long ago. Well, we were talking about the long line. I didn't know we were... No, I was saying the thing I liked about Disneyland is I could get on Peter Pan and I wrote it at Disneyland. Oh, okay. They still have Peter Pan. I forgot that I, you said that. Sorry. They could never take out Peter Pan. No. They'd be they'd be under some serious fire if they yeah. took out Peter Pan at Disneyland. Um, um Small World here is all indoors. Small World at Disneyland is partially outdoors. And they decorate it for Christmas and Halloween and well, kind of wish ours was like that. They also put classic film characters in certain countries or like scenes where they fit. And, and people I, were mad about people that. People were mad, but I thought it was so cute. I thought, I think Small World is just... People will get mad at anything mm-hmm. just because they're bored and don't have anything better to do. I'm a very cutesy person. I like anything that's cute and colorful and fun and just classic and i love a small world everybody poops on it but i just think it's so cute (laughs) i really do um can we talk about splash mountain i was going to ask you how the matterhorn was the matterhorn was a disappointment to me it's a classic to a lot of people and i get that and i think you know it's a i think it's a cute fun little ride but i thought it was going to be more intense like when i was little we had this vhs tape of a Mickey sing-along, but it was held in 
uh, Disneyland, mm-hmm. and the kids were going on uh, the Matterhorn, and they were having the their arms were flailing, having the time of their life, and I was just kind of like, just like looking around, like. You know oh. that was the first roller coaster constructed with a steel track. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when we watched that on the Imagineering story, that guy, you know, who designed the ride practically, mm-hmm. he went down there and he signed it, yeah. And there actually is a basketball hoop inside of it. I've there seen is. it. I haven't seen it personally. I saw the video. Mm-hmm. For those of you who believe it's a myth, it is now fact. There <laughs> is a, it's not a whole full-size court. It's a little court. But in the upper, in the upper third of the mountain, there is a spot for people, cast members, to play basketball, which um, I think is really cool. Yeah, I, um... Not a fan of the Matterhorn? It's cute. That's all I'm going to say, really. Um, yeah. spla- Let's talk about Splash Mountain. Okay. So our Splash Mountain here in Florida is, um, like a big boat mm-hmm. with lap bars. You can fit, like, eight, anywhere between eight and twelve people in it. The one in Disneyland can seat six, and it is back-to-back, like, kind of like sitting in a row. Really? In a log. Kind of like how our Space Mountain is one behind Mm -hmm. the other? Mm Mm-hmm. And there's no lap bar. There's grips on the side of you. And the back seat, you're sitting, like, on top of someone. It's kind of like a bench, the back seat. Um, That's bizarre. They put me in the front. (laughs) Oh, no. And... I liked their version of Splash Mountain. I felt very, like, weird because I was extremely close to the water. Um, But it was really fun, except for when we went into the dark hill that, you know, throws you down and then bounces you back up. Mm -hmm. I felt like I was engulfed in the water (laughs) because I turned around. submerged. Yeah, I turned around and I looked at everybody and they were all laughing because I was soaked. I had my new Disneyland jersey, um, there, spirit jersey that I bought there on, and um, I came off the ride, and I was drenched. Everything was wow. wet. I've and seen then, the picture. Yeah. You're the only one that was wet. Mm-hmm. And then my mom felt bad for me, so she bought me the matching ears for the jersey because my makeup was like coming off and stuff. So she bought me that matching ears, so I have a matching set now. What was that color called? The potion purple? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. I really like the purple color. Um, they also use the same purple for the Haunted Mansion spirit jersey, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, but the only thing that's terrible about spirit jerseys is you can't wear them in Florida. You got like a week to where i'm in florida and usually those are blocked out for us yeah you you spend 65 dollars on a jersey that you can wear for one week out of the year mm-hmm. so i think i'm just gonna start wearing it like to restaurants and stuff because that's really and movie theaters and you movie, always get cold yeah movie theaters and stuff because it's big and it's thick and it's like why would i want to wear this in 90 degree weather i wore it at disneyland because it was like probably 62 outside it was nice no humidity the air was dry everything was beautiful I remember in middle school when I had really long hair, um, in Florida, it would fizz up and get all curly. And when I went to California one time, it was flat on my head. Wow. Straight, flat on my head. It was nice. Yeah. Humidity in Florida is brutal. Yeah. That's what makes it so uncomfortable outside. Yeah. So when... I mean, it does get hot. Yeah. But the humidity just adds another... Layer to it. layer of Mm -hmm. discomfort. So when you go to California, the first thing you notice when you get off the plane out of, outside the airport is that the air's dry. Love it. Love it. Love the sound of that, I should say. And then you come back to Florida and it's like, like. It's like you walked into an, uh, like 
like a rainforest. You walk outside and you you can't breathe. Yeah. You suffocate. Yeah. yeah, you feel like you're like suffocating or something. Ooh, Tucker's woken up. <laughs> oh no, maybe he's going back to sleep. He's been chilling here with us for. It's actually ham, not causing any issues, which yeah, is a miracle. That ham must have really took him out. Why is he hanging? You know you can lay on those, right? He uh, He's an idiot. But we love him nonetheless. He d- yeah, his little ear went back when you said that. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I forgot what we were talking about. What were we talking about? Splash Mountain. Oh, well, it was fun. As far I- as like the ride like layout and the song, though, is it basically the same? Yeah. Just the vehicle is different? Yeah. It's it's more pushed by like a big current. It's like you're at a water park and you're riding a log ride. That's what it felt like. Well, that's how ours is. There's a current in the water. Well, you, ours is like a big clunky boat. Theirs is like a little log and you feel like if you tip it too far, water's going to start coming in because <laughs> you're that close to the water. <sighs> how was Space Mountain? Phenomenal. Really? Better than ours? Because they they just recently replaced the track. It was like flying. <laughs> it was like, that smooth? Yes. Be, I didn't like the fact that they made it all Star Wars-y. That was just an overlay. But I thought I, it was actually pretty cool. Really? Really yeah. playing Star Wars music? They were playing Star Wars music as you were flying through it. And it was so smooth. And All right. I might, I might enjoy that. Yeah. And the last part, there's like, it's not, I wouldn't consider it a hill. It's kind of like a bump, kind of like a, the end of Rock and Roller Coaster. It's not really a hill. It's just like a bump. Mm-hmm. Um, that's when they take your picture. And in the picture, I'm like holding onto the seat in front of me. But I'm like confused because I'm like, how did that go so smoothly? I was actually kind of scared to ride it because I've, I've never seen like the lights on pov so mm-hmm. that's that, really cool that was crazy where's your phone there's feedback coming through the mics from your phone if you if they're too close it yeah it's like little sounds now it's on the bed <laughs> um i think that's really all i can say about them um those are the, those are the rides and those are the things that really stuck out to me is there anything now you didn't spend very much time in disneyland's galaxy's edge no, because I didn't want to spoil it all for myself. No, but are there differences you can remember between, besides the size? Because people have said that the Hollywood Studios Galaxy's Edge is bigger and nicer. There was nobody there. Really? There was... Oh, oh, nobody wanted to see Galaxy's you, you Edge? Know what another thing I could talk about? What's that? There's constantly performances happening on in Disneyland. You have mentioned that before. There, Street performers are there all the time. There's bands. There's carriage rides. There's um. There's shows on a carriage. Um. When you go, the weirdest face character I saw there was the the redhead from Pirates of the Caribbean. She just popped out. Really? I was like, we would never see her at our park. No. But she was there. And it's cute. She's an auctioneer now that they changed. Yeah, but you can another topic. You can take a picture with her, and then you can sit on a barrel like next to her. It's really cute. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, but they they had bands everywhere, performances, singers, um, little tiny like bands, only brass bands, you know. Because it's so much less crowded than Disney in Florida. Random character pop ups. As soon as I walked into Disneyland, Mickey was there, and he was dressed all cute. It was so cute. Um. That's so cool. I wish we could do that here at our Magic Kingdom, but... You know what? The crowds, there's no room for it. I like how they manage the characters at Epcot, though. They all have a specific... 
specific time if they're going to be outside. Yeah, and they have certain spots. Mm -hmm. Like when we saw Princess Aurora, I was so excited because um, we were in France and they have this sign up and it says, you know, the three characters that come. And And what time they'll be there. Yeah. And I was like, Aurora? And we were right there. Aurora was coming at 530. We were standing there at 519. Yep. (laughs) And I saw her, she was walking in and she did a little spin and stuff. And we she took, was talking I, to kids on the way in. Yeah, I, I took a picture with little her. Girls and, so pretty, so pretty. Yeah. I love I love her new dress. The dress she had before was obnoxious. Really? She in a bad like, way? In a bad way. Was it like big and poofy? And, it was, okay, so you know how in the movie her shoulder pads on her dress stick up? They're very pointy. Yes. Yeah. Her The old face character dress? Uh-huh the the um the stiffness was like up here on her head i kid you not and oh the crown God. was pointing ridiculous. at the sky yeah um but now she looks so much better she looks so pretty i love it all i want that dress i want that dress <laughs> become a face character mm-hmm. you know to be a face character you cannot have a single tattoo on your body there is even if it's in a place that is concealable you cannot be a face character at walt disney world if you have a tattoo there's a lot of rules and regulations. Um, I think the highest height you can have for a princess is about 5'4". I am 5'3 and a half. They measured me yesterday, uh, the other day, and I was 5'3 and a half. Wow. Where were you measured? At work. For my pre-employment. Oh, they, they, did, when they, they did your physical, yeah. Now, they did your height. I had vans on, and vans have a little platform to them. So I could probably just be like 5'2 and a half or 5'3. Five, five, yeah. But I think the tallest you can be for a Disney princess is 5'4. And the, pretty sure they have some that are like 5'6 or 7. Because there's some yeah, tall princesses. Probably. I know Aurora is one of the ta- one of the taller princesses, and so is Cinderella. Mm-hmm. And then there's Snow White and Ariel, and they're like... So there's a whole chart of how tall. There is tall, a chart. Yeah. And I sent that to Christian. And Elsa is one of the tallest ones, too. Yes, Elsa is very tall. Um, and Anna is kind of like a shorter, not too short, but like they want her to look playful, so she's shorter. Yeah. Um, and Elsa's like very like regal and proper. And, yes. Yeah. And, anywho. Anything I just, else you can remember about <sighs> Disneyland that's so different from... Disney, anything on your, your little paper there that we didn't talk about? No, no. I mean, the thing that I noticed between our park and Disneyland and just any park, Disney park in general, is everything is so spaced out to where you don't feel claustrophobic if there's, you know, yeah. even if there's a lot of people there, you don't feel claustrophobic. Um, now, certain, like, like little quick services, like Casey's Corner, don't even get me started. You can barely fit a foot in there. Um, really? Oh, yeah. Casey's Corner here. Oh, my goodness. It is worth it to use the app oh, to order ahead. Oh, my what? gosh. Can I talk what? about the corn dogs at Disneyland? They're hella expensive. Like, I would never pay that. How much? Do you they're, remember? They're $6 for a corn for dog. For a corn dog? And they're like... At a, Walmart, I can get a box of 12 for $4. But they're huge. They're as big as, like, the... the like the, like foot-long hot dog? Yeah. Foot-long corn dogs? They're huge. And they taste it was worth it was worth it are they better than the corn dog nuggets at casey's corner yes really i think i had two at that's a hot take because there's there's two different quick services where you can get a a corn dog and i think i had two during that whole day um by the indiana jones ride and the um 
it was like in front of Tomorrowland, close to um, I don't know. I just had two that day. I couldn't. I couldn't resist. <laughs> Doesn't matter where they were good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, also, um, dinosaur compared to um Indiana Jones. I thought Indiana Jones was so cool because you can like see. So it's the same like track layout, but. I could see there's a bridge part where you go over a bridge. I thought it was so cool that I could be doing something else in the ride building and I could see another car going over that bridge. Oh, okay, that's really cool. It was really cool. You know, remember the the most recent time we were on Dinosaur? The Time <gasps> Rover in front of us had a cast member on it, just him by himself, and he was flashing flashlights periodically throughout the ride yeah i think he ruining was, the illusion of complete darkness for us he was uh i, I want i'm just gonna lightly say like a ride tester probably and i kept telling christian i want that to be my either job. that or he was looking for something that someone probably lost on the ride um he was mostly pointing it towards the animatronics there probably was like something wrong with one of the animatronics he was he was looking at the ceiling and stuff and oh i didn't even notice yeah. that part so when we were hitting a turn and i saw him leaving a turn he was pointing it at the animatronics so i think he was just doing hmm. like a check <laughs> interesting yeah Make sure none of them are leaking fluid when we went on Rise of the Resistance, the other two cars were empty. And I think there was a cast that member was weird. on one of them. Yeah, yeah. because you're, there's supposed to be like four four of your little buggy things going at the same time. And two of them had people in them and the other two were just completely empty, which was weird because yeah. there's supposed to be people with us. Yeah, but. it was because I saw like two other families get on one and I was like, where are they? I don't know. They were detained. We got to make a whole other episode to talk they about They weren't that, rescued. That ride. Yes. <laughs> which will be full of spoilers so if you haven't written rise of the resistance yet ignore it hopefully you get on it by the time we talk about it but well that's all i have to say um i'm sure there's no denying that no matter which park you go to walt's spirit is still there mm-hmm. the magic and and the joy that he wants everyone to experience is still there no matter where you go yes and that's and you know what and I, you know, I appreciate everything about all the parks. I've never been outside Disneyland or uh, Disney World, but from what I've seen, I appreciate it all. Yeah. That's um, good. but that's really all I have to say. Um, I think you know, we can do other like a trivia game at another episode, probably. Oh yeah, did you still want to do that? Um, well, at this time, I'm hungry for pizza that we were gonna order. I did tell her we would order pizza. Yeah, after and my we legs are like literally like shaking under the table because i'm so excited for pizza so we should probably you know a little restless over there yeah okay all right well i think we can wrap up here um we're going on an hour and 19 minutes which is almost triple what our first episode was that's cool i think if we can keep going at this speed we'll have some some pretty good stuff yeah we can wrap up here thank you all for listening hopefully this second episode sticks with you a little more than the first one um after this it's going to be regular every week um haven't decided what day yet mm-hmm. um for the remainder of december we're just going to be recording a bunch of bulk episodes and releasing them on a weekly basis so stay on the lookout for that um you can find the podcast on um apple podcasts i think spotify are we still doing spotify yes yeah, so you can yeah, find spotify. it on apple Podcasts, spotify uh google podcasts and anchor anchor.fm you can follow the show on social media um facebook and instagram at the neverlanded podcast and on twitter at the neverlanded show neverlanded podcast was 
too long for a handle. So Facebook and Instagram, the, the Never Landed Podcast. Twitter, The Never Landed. I'm sorry, just Never Landed Show. Not super active at the moment, but with more frequent episodes comes more frequent social media presence. Also, so. you might see a, a, a cover I did of Into the Unknown and show yourself and can't wait for that. I'm not sure that episode, will, that little segment will ever be released to the public. I think it should be. But. I'm going to have my own Disney EP where I just cover all the songs. Okay, well, good luck with that. Anyway, thank you all for listening. Thank you. We appreciate it and we are here to stay. No more hiatuses. So be on the lookout. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.